Hey, this is James Van Riemsdyk, and you're listening to the Tomahawk Roundup. All right, so what is going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of the special Autism Acceptance Month of the Tomahawk Roundup, and I am joined by James Van Riemsdyk of the Philadelphia Flyers. James, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Really excited to have you on. You know, what made you start getting involved with the autism community? Yeah, you know, I think uh, for me and uh, just what my brothers and how we were raised, um, it's just kind of one of those things where uh, always treating people kind of with respect and uh, treat everyone how you want to be treated. So um, obviously there's that, that can apply to a lot of different uh, different things uh, throughout your, your life and, and things like that. So there's um, different uh, causes for sure that you can be involved with. And um, yeah, it kind of just started with that, I would say, and then um, kind of evolved uh, over the years from there, whether... Um, uh, with different people that you may meet and family members and stuff like that. So I would say that's kind of the started with my parents with that kind of thing that they ingrained in us and uh, instilled in us. And it kind of, like I mentioned, it kind of uh, um, is a good 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 thing, a good model to kind of uh, live your life by. It it really is. You know, with a lot of people, they they look at things that are different and they're scared of it or they're afraid of it. And you know, whether it be in Philly or Toronto, you've been helping kids on the spectrum, kind of bringing them to the game of hockey. What are some of the logistics behind such an operation to bring kids that might be sensory overloaded to a game that's full of loud noises and bright lights? Yeah, you know, that's been cool to see how that's kind of evolved uh, over the years. Um, just some of the some of those smaller details, like you mentioned, that go into that. I mean, at first it would be I um, when I was in Philly, my first go-around, like ten, ten, over 10 years ago now, I guess that is, but... Um, it would be we'd have a, a suite accessible so um, so yeah so like obviously when you're in there you're a little bit more out of the realm of the uh, of, of some of the noises and things like that and the action of the game like there's a little more of a space to kind of uh, get a chance to, to chill yourself out a little bit and, and be away uh, from some of that so that that was always good and then now you see how different organizations and teams um, have uh, special like sensory rooms and things like that or that they've taken it a step further so um that's why uh, i think when again when i would started it by hosting different uh different people I, when i had the suite at the games uh, my first around in philly um that was obviously a part of it and um had some um like you mentioned some different organizations that would uh, help coordinate that um and things like that so uh so yeah kind of evolved from that and then uh, obviously going to toronto same sort of thing like where you you want to be involved in the local communities uh, that you're playing in and stuff like that. So uh, it's a good way to kind of get yourself uh, uh, immersed uh, in the city that you're in. Yeah, you know, talking about that, you, you brought up the, the sensory suite in Philadelphia that, that kind of emerged in 2015. How has that evolved since its inception at Wells Fargo Arena? Yeah, well, that's been cool um, to see, too, um, because I know the last year or so, um, just a, a friend of mine, uh, Nick Dowd, I, I, uh, who, I've, who I've known over the last couple of years, I saw that his uh, wife was getting, uh, starting, um, and again, I'm not quite sure on the specifics of the name of it, but I saw that they were doing some stuff as far as uh, different sensory um, kits um, for, for different um, arenas and with different organizations and teams. So that was something that I thought was cool um, to, to link up, help link with the Flyers up with that, just to have a more of a, again, a personal touch so I could be, uh, try to be involved in, um, and stuff uh, like that and, and help uh, kind of, again, maybe 
take a, a step for, forward, like you mentioned, the Flyers have, have been great about uh, having stuff like that accessible. And when, um, when I think, again, when a player can get more personally involved, it's always a great thing. So, um, so yeah, that's been cool to kind of uh, um, connect different things together to help uh, move things along and uh, stuff like that. Uh, sometimes it, it works out like that and it just kind of falls into place. So that's always uh, cool. Yeah, you know, as a member of the autism community, high-functioning Asperger's for me, I really appreciate what you've done and continue to do. So I just wanted to extend a, another thank you to you, James, for your work in the community in Philly, Toronto, whether wherever you're at. So just wanted to thank you. Just a little sidebar on that. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. No, no problem at all. Yeah, so, you know, how have you used your voice? You kind of touched on it already, but in more of an informal setting, like whether it be just hanging out, talking to people about autism, you know, how have you used that voice to try to raise awareness and acceptance for people on the spectrum? Yeah, I, I think just going back to, again, the that kind of uh, golden rule that my parents uh, would raise me by, I mean, it, it can kind of... Um, it kind of comes about, comes about kind of randomly sometimes, whether you're in school and, like you mentioned, maybe um, someone who is on the spectrum or whatever is having a, a challenging time uh, um, uh, as, as far as uh, in, in a school setting or whatever, and you're trying to do, do your best to, to be a good friend and uh, a good person to, to again, just, uh, just kind of, like I said, fall in that golden rule, I think, has always kind of been my thing. So... Um, just whatever the kind of circumstances of that may be, I think that's always kind of uh, a good thing. And uh, you want to, again, you want people to want to be around you, and uh, and you do that by treating people kindly and with respect. And usually if you do that, especially now that, again, being an athlete with a platform, I think that's important for a lot of different things where if, you, uh, if you're, you don't think of yourself this way, but it's, it's always interesting to see that if you're kind of setting an example by doing things a certain way that... Um, it tends to, especially for some of the stuff that where people can be a little, I don't know, if naive or um, misguided or whatever their thoughts might be. It may be like, oh, like this is this is how we should. This is how you're supposed to act. So uh, you should again treat people treat people the right way. Maybe that's the right thing to do. So I think just little things like that. It's it's interesting to see how you, you realize that stuff uh, makes an impact over the course of uh, over your life and obviously over the course of my career. Yeah, you know, you talk about the little things and it's what I've been taught, at least from my experience, it's not the big donations that really make a difference so much as it does the personal connections that you make and the, the little interactions to, hey, what's going on, buddy? Like, how's, how's life going? So that, that kind of stuff. And I couldn't agree with you more on that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think you said it. I think just how you live your life sort of day to day and those little things can have a, a big impact. Um, so that's, again, what you've kind of, re what you realize over the course, especially having a platform as an athlete, um, that those little things uh, can certainly uh, go a long way. So, uh, so certainly, again, it's not that hard to be a good person. No. Um, so it's just a matter of, uh, again, treating people with respect and pre treating people kindly. And um, I think, uh, again, that's uh, the, the, the best way to, to live your life. Yeah, it, it really is. You know, you talked about some of the naivete and some of the preconceived notions. I wanted to hear from you, you know, during this Autism Acceptance Awareness Month 2022, what's your message to those who have some of that naivete or preconceived notions and stereotypes about people on the spectrum? Yeah, I, I would just say just the, if we could all follow that golden rule to live by and treat other people the way we want to be treated, I think... Uh, uh, not to be overly cliched, but the world would be a lot better uh, place. Mm -hmm. So I mean, a, a lot of times when um, uh, when people maybe are naive or 
or ignorant or whatever. It's uh, they're not thinking things through uh, in a way that that makes sense. Um, so usually, you just yeah, if you get. If, Usually, if, if someone else gets a chance to point that out to them, they kind of quickly realize, wow, and maybe they even get embarrassed about how they're not, like, why am I acting a certain way or doing things a certain way, and generally their behavior changes and stuff like that. So, again, sometimes it can be malicious. I feel like a lot of times it's not necessarily malicious. Right. It's more just kind of not as much thought into it. So I think, again, if um, um, pointing those things out, um, especially... Um, in a setting, in a setting that's kind of not combative, I think uh, that definitely can go a long way to helping someone with their uh, kind of thought process. Yeah, James. Before we head out today, anything else you want to add for our listeners around the U.S., Canada, and beyond? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think you touched on a few uh, great things, but ultimately, again, like I kind of been the theme. I guess it keeps coming up, but ultimately, I think if, uh, just treating people the way you want to be treated is. Uh, uh, a way to go and I think not enough people uh, live by that so I think the more people that, that kind of have that thought process uh, the better things the better things are overall James Van Riemsdyk of the Philadelphia Flyers for one of our special autism acceptance episodes of the Tomahawk Roundup James thank you so much for the time